0: InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. It's common knowledge that we should put away some savings for our golden years. But how many of us actually do it? The national statistics on savings may surprise you. With the
1: story, here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey.
0: Roy? Thanks, Chris. Our guest is Greg McBride, Chief Financial Analyst at Bankrate.com, and they recently conducted a study of how Americans are doing in terms of saving money for their retirement years with some startling results. Greg, maybe you could just start by touching on some of the high points of your study. How are Americans doing in getting ready for retirement?
1: Well, the headline was about how many people haven't saved anything for retirement, but the fact is we kind of stumbled on that almost by accident. What we had set out to try and find out was at what age do people start saving for retirement? And on that front, we actually found some good news that people are saving earlier than they have in generations past and that in their twenties is typically the point where people are starting to save for retirement. That is, those that are actually saving. Of course, we, you know, uncovered the fact that more than a third of Americans haven't saved anything for retirement. And what was particularly alarming was the percentages at some of the upper age brackets. It was more than a quarter of those between the ages of 50 and 64, and even one in seven senior citizens that hadn't saved anything for retirement as of yet.
0: Talk for a moment about why that is so alarming.
1: Look, if they were all flush with pensions, you know, it wouldn't really be a worry. But we know that not everybody has a pension. We know just from other polling that we've done, that people are woefully undersaved for both emergencies and retirement. So when we see a number like this where 26% of those between the ages of 50 and 64 years of age don't have anything saved for retirement, it hits at the reality of the fact that people just, they're not very good at carving out saving for long-term needs. They actually, even though they do a lousy job of saving for emergencies, they actually do a better job of saving for emergencies than they do for retirement and that it's really just, you know, become the casualty in terms of the limited dollars people have. Oftentimes, they're either hemmed in by high expenses or, you know, they find other uses for that money. It's not being earmarked for long-term goals like retirement.
0: Did your study go into the specifics of how much money various demographic groups have managed to put into retirement funds?
1: No, we did not delve into that. You know, there are other entities that have in the past, the Employee Benefit Research Institute, for example, does a fine job every year in their retirement confidence survey in pegging how much or, as was often the case, how little different demographic groups have, age brackets, have put away for retirement.
0: Now, you looked at all these different demographic groups. Is there a, a single average age that an American does start?
1: That was the good news that we found. When we looked at it on the basis of age bracket, we've noticed how... It's come down over time. People saving earlier than they did in generations past. Right now, the most common age when people start to save for retirement is in their twenties. And that's an improvement over where it was a couple of generations ago. When we looked at, you know, Americans between the ages of 30 and 49, for example, they were twice as likely to have started saving in their twenties as they did in their thirties. When we looked at Americans 65 and older, which, you know, could be you know, their parents, right, they were almost evenly split between starting as early as their 20s or as late as their 40s. So we have seen a substantive improvement there. And I think that when you look at things like auto enrollment into 401k plans, which is you know fairly new, that's only been around for several years, I think that's a big step in the right direction toward getting people of all ages, but particularly young people, saving as early as possible for their retirements.
0: It's theorizing, of course, but what are the reasons that you think younger people are doing a better job now? Is it this automatic enrollment, or are there other things?
1: I think that's clearly part of it. Access to a workplace retirement savings plan, not just for young people but for everybody, really is a big difference between those that are saving and those that are not. And auto enrollment is an excellent thing because of the fact that it automatically defaults new employees into Making 401k contributions. They actually have to take action to not have that contribution take place. And that inertia is a powerful thing. The same works in reverse. People that don't have access to a workplace retirement savings plan, they're still eligible by virtue of earned income to contribute to an IRA. But it requires them taking the action to set up that IRA. And what we find is that too often that doesn't happen. So access to a workplace retirement savings plan is really important. And when you couple that with something like auto enrollment, there's just huge lift there from a participation standpoint. The other one, and I think it hits at both participation and the amount people are saving or not saving, is prioritization. Retirement needs to be a bigger priority. It hasn't been a big enough saving priority for a long time, and this retirement savings burden is growing. Today's young people have the biggest retirement savings burden in history. I think there's some recognition of that. So they're starting to save. Let's hope that they're saving more, not only now, but in the years to come.
0: We're talking with Greg McBride, Chief Financial Analyst at Bankrate.com, and we're discussing a recent study that they did that found that more than one-third of Americans have no retirement savings. Greg, everyone, I'm sure, has different reasons for not saving for retirement, but do you view any of those as valid because basically they're making choices, right?
1: They are making choices, and you know, even the adage or the excuse of not having enough money, And, you know, in my career, overwhelmingly, when people say they're in a position that they just don't have the money to save for retirement, it's a temporary situation. You know, they're out of work, they're working part-time instead of full-time. It's some sort of temporary situation. And when we look at numbers like those that I mentioned a few moments ago, where more than a quarter of those between the ages of 50 and 64 don't have any retirement savings, That's not because of a temporary situation. They've made choices over the years, and too often, frankly, it comes down to that lack of prioritization, not prioritizing retirement savings. You know, people too often prioritizing more immediate needs or wants ahead of their future retirement savings.
0: Greg, I know you're not necessarily a retirement planning expert, but can you offer any advice to people who just have no idea how much money they should be saving as a goal for retirement?
1: There's a percentage of pay. I think the number we all ought to be aiming for is 15% of your income. And, of course, the longer you wait, the higher that percentage is going to have to be. So when we look at those that are over age 40 and haven't started to save yet, at a minimum, they need to be saving 15% and probably lifting that up closer to 20 or even 25% of their income as they get older if they haven't yet started. And to go from zero to that kind of level is extremely daunting. I think the other reality, particularly for those that have waited so long to get started, it isn't just a matter of saving a high percentage of your income. It's the fact that you're going to end up having to work longer making those contributions for more years before you leave the workforce, and then in all reality, probably having to dial back your expectations for what that lifestyle will ultimately be.
0: Just in terms of longer-term trends, longer-term than perhaps your survey looked into, are the ups and downs of the economy having a great deal of effect on how people save for retirement, or is it more just their own thought process of planning ahead?
1: Well, the volatility of the economy, I think, can have an impact on, you know, those sort of those temporary situations I mentioned a moment ago as the obstacles why people may or may not be saving at a particular point in time, If you know, people that are out of work, working at a much lower salary than they did a few years ago, yeah, that can limit their ability to save. But longer term, I think if you put into practice the pay yourself first mentality, just have the discipline to carve out room for saving first and force yourself to live on less than you make so that that retirement savings, that emergency savings, whatever other goals you have, that saving becomes like breathing. It just happens without you having to think about it.
0: Greg McBride, Chief Financial Analyst at BankRate.com. Thank you very much for joining us on InfoTrack.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.